there hasn't been one case no, where yeah. where you know someone has come out and said these are all absolutely untrue. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to this week's edition of Unscripted. I am your host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always is my good time friend from Coshocton, Ohio, Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? You know what? I'm doing well. Um, I, I'm, you know, it's a beautiful day actually in Coshocton, Ohio, especially for this time of year. Right. Uh, my energy level is high, and uh, here in about an hour, uh, I'm going to get my tooth fixed. So I'm pretty excited about that too. So, well, that's, how about you? Uh, I, I, <laughs> thank you for sharing your dental woes with not only me but the listening audience. I'm doing well. It's been a great week. Uh, gotten a lot done, and looking forward to uh, a good weekend. Uh, coming up and it's always good to collaborate with you on this podcast Kirby absolutely it's fun you know what speaking of collaborate I don't know if you realize this but our good friends at Comments Q who are sponsors uh, sponsors of this fine platinum level broadcast have a great tool mm -hmm. called collaborate and I, I think you're very familiar with it it's where distributors can invite suppliers right into their projects and have those same suppliers suggest merchandise that can be added straight into the distributor project. It's yeah. fantastic. What it does, and you know this better than most, it breaks down the walls between suppliers and distributors and truly allows that collaboration between the two. Yeah. And don't you do you find that it saves you a ton of time in terms of ide ideation and countless email threads and going back and forth? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, you know, it's funny, I think that what I love about it is that Common Skew is sort of built on collaboration, right? right? Like between distributors, between suppliers. And so this, I love the fact that they've sort of taken that to the next level and then made uh, uh, it more easy for suppliers to go, hey, this would be a product and all you got to do is click a button and throws it into a presentation. And so, yeah, for real, that is a really cool feature for Common Skew. And I think it's worth mentioning that I am all decked out in Common Skew gear today. I made that choice, so I got a Common Skew T-shirt, a hoodie. I'm 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 all in on Common Skew today. I love it. I love <laughs> it. And you know, you lo I know you love the project view because yep. everything from the presentation to the invoice is in one place, and set, and that even includes all the vendor communications that we talked about in the collaborate feature. It's truly a game changer. If you haven't gone to CommonSkew.com/unscripted to try your free trial. Boy, what a waste of energy you are. You really are <laughs> dropping the ball big time. And frankly, go ahead and get out of the industry if you haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I don't think I'm overstating that. <laughs> yeah, pick up the ball. That's right. Pick up the ball. So, Kirby, are you ready to go ahead and deliver a platinum-level broadcast to all four of our listeners? Yes, I am excited. Excellent. Do you have a topic to start off with, or do you want me to go to today? Uh, go for it, man. All right. So... It's been an interesting week and actually an interesting past few months. And, and this is not a, a comedy topic. It's, it's kind of a serious topic, but I think, and I use the, the term tone deaf on occasion. I think we'd, we'd be tone deaf if we didn't discuss the, all the sexual harassment claims just going on in our society right now. Mm. Um, and, and I want to start this off by saying it's an incredibly serious thing. Yeah. And I, I, I think any... Uh, person, male or female, who has been sexually harassed in the workplace or in another area, it takes an incredible amount of incredible amount of bravery to stand up and uh, basically almost 
you know, be be that vulnerable in front of people and say this happened to me um, as a victim. So I don't want to uh, don't want to downplay that at all. But you know, this week we've had two more very high level media people mm-hmm. uh, brought down by sexual harassment claims against them. Yeah, um, Garrison Keeler, but the big one is is Matt Lauer. Yeah, right. He is NBC's cash cow when it comes to the Today Show, and you know, from my understanding. Uh, the sexual harassment was reported on a Monday night mm-hmm. and by Tuesday night he was gone. I yeah. mean, it was, it was very quick and, you know, and he's issued an apology and, and his apology was interesting in that he said, you know, some of the things that were stated were mistrue or not true and mischaracterizations, right. but some of it was true and it's caused me, you know, caused him to examine, you know, how he's conducted himself, so on and so forth. I, I one of the things I worry about is the mob mentality mm. we have um, right now in the social media, and and I think this plays into that a little bit. And you know, like I said, this is not to say that I you know any woman who comes forward with a sexual harassment claim, I automatically believe them. Yes. I, I mean, it is a default. I believe them, but just because we believe those people, you know, who who do make those claims then they're accurate does not mean we should be rushing to judgment so quickly as a society uh to just crucify people mm. yeah it's it, it it's it's so funny bill uh, you know this is a this is a topic that i am hesitant to bring up because i am too there's, i'm very hesitant <laughs> and it, it's, I'm it's hard to land on the right side of this, right and right? i'm trying to choose my words very very carefully and I'm, I'm and this is still unscripted. I did not script it out. And I'm yep. trying, you know, it's extraordinarily serious. It's just I, I worry about the mob mentality. Yeah. Because here's the thing: the mob mentality has two two things. It will. I'm hope. I'm what I'm scared of more than anything. It's going to start causing a backlash against people who have been sexually harassed who won't. Yeah. Come forward. That's the scary part because this this shit needs to stop. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's so funny. Not funny. It's so interesting in the sense that. Um, you know, I think we all, when we, uh, you know, if you hear about certain behaviors, <laughs> um, you go, oh yeah, that's awful. Um, but what I'm, I guess I'm concerned about is, you know, wh- how's it defined? Mm-hmm. And then quite frankly, one of the things that I have said several times is, boy, once the claim is made, I just want to make sure it's real and, and true because otherwise I think it de- delegitimizes the real victims. And then also it, it, you can't unring the bell. And the example that I have drawn a couple times here lately is, is the Greg Schiano case. Greg Schiano, mm-hmm. yep. um, for those who don't know, you know, was offered the Tennessee head coaching job and essentially based on completely uncorroborated, uh, you know, just right. hearsay, third hand, fourth hand stuff, the job was taken away. It's a million dollar deal. And quite frankly, his name is going to be tied to this Jerry Sandusky thing right. forever. And there's no proof, no, no. you know, nothing that says he knew anything or, and literally it was like double, only, it's like double hearsay, essentially. Yeah. That's what the courts decided. It was like a double hearsay. He's not even, he's yeah. not even involved in it. Yeah. Right. And so that the, but the problem is not that job. Right. Right. The problem, I mean, it is that job, but it's also moving forward 
every single time he's brought up for a head coaching position. It affects him forever mm-hmm. because you can't unring the bell. And so right. I, my my only take on it, and gosh, like I said, I think we're both trying to be super careful uh, and super respectful is those who are affected by any sort of sexual harassment. We like that's it's unacceptable. It <laughs> it, the end, right? But well, on the other hand, gosh, let's make sure that it that we're not, you know, that it, it crosses the real line. I guess I and, that, and I don't know what that is. That's well, what I, that's, I think that's the big thing. I I I know you know overt sexual harassment very easy, right? To mm-hmm. to say. You know, if Matt Lauer calls a young NBC staffer into his office and asks her to strip down, that's clear sexual harassment, uh, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, it's black and white. <laughs> um, but Jeez. if a hug lingers too long, is that sexual harassment? And in some cases, I think it could be construed as sexual harassment. Right. And in other cases, that same exact hug might be someone offering a little bit of extra support because someone's going through a tough time. Yeah. I think it's very hard to discern it. And then I start looking at our industry. And we're heading to, you know, in six or eight weeks, the biggest trade show convention in our industry at PPI Expo. And I think we would all be lying if we said yeah i've never seen anything untoward happen at eye candy because <laughs> because i've seen a lot of, of stuff at eye candy that i i didn't want to see and and uh, acts i you know not sexual acts but i mean i've seen people behaving in certain ways that made me uncomfortable so i left not necessarily directed at me but i just didn't want to see it mm. so it's just one of those things you know it, it's it's uh i'm i'm proud not that I know any of the women who've come forward, but I, I'm proud that people are coming forward because this stuff has to stop. Yes. Um, it really does. It should never have happened. You know, we can't sit here and say, oh, it's just boys being boys because I think mm-hmm. that's how it was, uh, you know, kind of brushed off in the past. It's not that way. Mm-hmm. But I think we also, you know, need to hear as much of the evidence as possible before people get convicted in that court of public yeah. opinion. But, but, but having said that, there hasn't been one case no, where yeah. where you know someone has come out and said these are all absolutely untrue. That's Every a fair single, point. That's so a fair that's point. yeah, that's the real thing. So honestly, that's why you know if a woman comes forward, I tend to believe them. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's actually because there hasn't been, and and honestly, Shiano's not the same, right? Like, but no, it's a different that, case. Yeah, it is. Um, but your point is super well taken in the sense that hey. <laughs> Everybody who's been brought out, it's been legit. So, well, yeah, the, the Shiano case is more, I think, of, of that mob mentality. Yes. That was probably where we should have really started off. The mob mentality there is everybody assumes because he was on the Penn State staff during a time when some unspeakable horrors were committed uh, against uh, kids yeah. by Jerry Sandusky, the defensive coordinator at the time. Um, just because he's guilt by association, that's yeah. completely different than what I, we're no, that's talking fair. about. But I think it's a good topic as well. Now, yeah. that's the mob mentality, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know the good and bad thing about social media is it provides everyone a voice. Yeah. And sometimes people don't need those voices, right? Yeah. And, and you know, I feel bad for Greg Schiano. He had the, the Tennessee deal all buttoned up. They had a, a, a letter of memorandum. All the everybody signed it except for the chancellor of Tennessee, and as colleges are wont to do, they let that information leak out just to see how it's going to be, how people are going to react. They usually do that well before the letter of mem, uh, the right. memorandum of understanding is signed, and they had a hundred people go, go boy, go go march in Knoxville, 
and next thing you know, the guy is got a scarlet letter on his chest, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it may not be fair. It sounds like it's not fair. Yeah, no, it's, it's as you said, super topical. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on. Okay. Kirby, do you got something you want to talk about? Yeah, so it's. I, I was thinking about this, uh, and this might be a quick one, but I just wanted to address, I, I, I got a chance last night, actually, to listen to your podcast with Roger Burnett. I know Roger is um, doing interviews with some really cool people around the industry and outside of the industry, and something he said caught my um, caught my ear and, oh, cool. um, and I thought you, you guys both did a nice job, but he talked about one of the things he said, he was struggling to, uh, do like a, an intro for you and I. Right. Uh, and he said, because they're everywhere. Right. And, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, it, that it warmed, <laughs> warmed the cockles of my soul. And, um, and I was like, you know, it's interesting because I think people, when they notice, right? They're like, gosh, mm-hmm. these guys are everywhere. They ha- People notice sort of all of a sudden, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it happens over a, a huge, long series of time. And one of the things that, that occurs to me is that there's no easy button. Staples is wrong, right? <laughs> all right? Like it is a thing that, you know, the overnight success takes a long time. And it's so funny when I talk, when I give talks, I know you do the same thing. People will come up to me afterwards and say, you know, it sounds hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm almost like, what is? Right, That's why nobody's is. doing it. That's right. Uh, and so I just wanted to like kind of give you a, a, a shout out that, of the consistency that you create and just, you know, get your thoughts on the idea of how do you end up creating long-term success and that sort of thing. You know, I, I thank you for listening. You know, yeah. the fun, fun podcast to do with Roger. It's the So You're in Sales podcast, which I love the title, by yeah. the way. And Roger does a great job. And Roger's a very smart guy, uh, certainly for having me on his podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, no, but Roger's a really smart guy. I was talking to a friend about this the other day that, you know, when I found myself at a career crossroads about three and a half, almost four years ago, I had to make a change. I had to figure out what I wanted to do. And, you know, I was still in the industry four years ago. I yeah. knew a lot of people, but I wasn't present. I wasn't active. I didn't put a lot of effort into that. And so I made a conscious decision to do that and, you know, almost created it out of thin air, right? I decided to write a blog, decided we, we decided to use this podcast. I decided to volunteer anywhere I could and really just put myself out there and, and be vulnerable. Mm. And, and it's worked out really well for me. And I, I like to think I'm giving something back to the industry. That's, that's part of why I do what I do. But, you know, you and I preach this, I think, probably every third or fourth podcast. It's that consistency. Yeah. You know, I had a conversation with someone who provides content to Promo Corner. And he is, uh, it's Jeff Jacobs, who uh, used to run QCA, and he's yep. retired now, but writes a, an article for Promo Corner every other Monday. And he said, hey, um, lo- looks like my one of my articles is supposed to come out on Christmas Day, or I'm sorry, New Year's Day. We should probably move that back a day. And I wrote him back and said, no, we don't. We <laughs> yeah. run it on that day because that's when I think you get actually the most traction because people aren't working. They're looking at their phones yeah. and they'll fi- they'll stumble across it and they'll read it. They're tired of being around family or they're just burnt out from the night before <laughs> right. or whatever it is. And as my comparison, I said, hey, the Dallas Morning News still prints an edition on New Year's Day. Yeah. We will print content, new content on that day. And it's that consistency. I think that's always been that... Um, been that beacon for me being well, consistent and, and i'll tell you what's interesting something you just said i think is is 
is interesting too, because I think people hear it and go, well, yeah, you guys are doing it though. But the, mm-hmm. the, the beginning of it is really, um, the part that's the hardest. I think sometimes is that yep. you, you talked about permission. Mm-hmm. Many of us look around and go, well, but who, you know, it's like, it's weird to step out there and give yourself the permission to, Hey, <laughs> I'm going to share. Yeah. I'm I got something my, to say. Yep. <laughs> um, and it, it takes a, a real level of courage to do that. And so um, I guess it does. I bring it up not only to give you kudos, but really to encourage people if that's something they want to do to, to do it, to just to take the step. You'll be yeah, glad I, you did. Absolutely. And you're 100% right, Yuna. You and I have said a, a bunch of times, we have ideas all the time. Right. And I have, neither one of us have ever had any issues sharing our ideas with anybody, even if they're in their infancy stages and we're going to do it. And the reason we are not, Kirby, what's the reason we don't care if we share our ideas with other people? Because most people won't execute. That's correct. They <laughs> won't put in the work to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, and in the beginning, this podcast was a little bit of work as we figured out what what is this going to end up being, and it's morphed. And now it's not only the f- most fun piece of content, if I can speak for you, it's the most fun piece of content you and I do yeah. every week. It's fun. It's also the easiest. Yeah. This is the easiest piece of content we do. We will. I will hit end recording at the end of this podcast. And in five minutes, I'll have the file over to Kirby and his crew. And 20 minutes later, they'll have it back to me. And I'll have it scheduled to post on Promo Corner. Yep. So within basically an hour from the time we start recording, it's ready to go and drop on Friday. Yeah. But again, I think, so So I guess to say, look, sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be easy. But you just have to give it a try. And yep. then understand, I think the other piece that you and I are is patient in the beginning yep. with the audience, like I, I actually, if I can, I'm going to call you out on something. Um, so the, the, you're kind of known as the adult beverage of the week guy now, right? Yes, sir. And maybe you remember this, maybe you don't, but about two or three weeks after you started it, you were like, it's kind of being met with a collective yawn. So I yep. think I'm I believe stop. that was, I, I believe that was my exact phrase. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, no, don't stop yet. <laughs> Like you just right. started, you got to be patient. And I think we all do that, right? Like I've oh, been yeah. guilty of it. It's the reason I was able to point it out at the time is that we go, oh, I did three things and I, now I'm not Ga- Gary Vaynerchuk. No, right. Gary Vaynerchuk did a thousand episodes <laughs> before he was Gary Vaynerchuk. And no so yep. that I think that's the part too is like, okay, you put yourself out there and be brave, but then you got to keep after it. So. You do. You have to be willing to do it consistently. You have to, I, I think if I could... If I could change the wording a little bit, I think you do these content things for yourself first. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you do it for yourself, and that's why we, we that's why we did the podcast. We enjoyed doing it. That's why I started writing a blog. I enjoyed doing it. I've always found writing cathartic. But then, if you keep consistent at it, you will find an audience, and in oh, that's why I kept doing the adult beverage of the week because you yeah. know what? I like having an adult beverage every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> right. All right. So let's move on. Yes. I want to do one quick industry topic, okay. and then let's move into fill in the blank. So I was I'm, I'm uh, mentoring someone through Promo Kitchen, yep. and uh, a really great guy, and we are talking about sales prospecting. In the, in the industry. And I wanted to know from a distributor's perspective, Kirby, what has been your best or most memorable sales prospecting, either tool, program, platform? What has been the best for you? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear referrals. We all know referrals are the best. I'm mm-hmm. talking about cold call type prod, pro, prospecting. You've got 
What do you do? What's your best tool that you've used? Um, I'm in a little different season because I'm doing more sales management, so I'm more picky. I'm talking all time. Yep, I'm talking all, all time. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so two. there's two. Um, so direct mail has been, um, and I'm a, because again, I think we practice what we preach. And when I say direct mail, I don't mean I'm sending out a letter. I'm sending out a creative mailer with a promotional product. Um, we did it in a series of three. And that's how I landed one of our largest clients is that we, again, we practiced what we preach. We sent something, it costs money, it took time, it took follow-up, um, but I'm a big believer in dimensional mailing. Um, you know, studies will tell you they get open more. That was right. probably one of our biggest. Um, and, you know, hell, I'll go into all the details if you really want. But then, can- candidly, what's developed um, has, um, it's not consistent, if mm-hmm. I'm being candid, but... The content piece um, continues to, um, you know, we see clients reaching out to us now. Right. Um, now, is it 20 a day like we all want? Mm-hmm. No. But what I've found is the people who do reach out to us understand our culture. And so, like, right away, we hit it off. They're further down the funnel. Right. And so they've read our personal development stuff. They've seen the weekly word. They've watched me interview people on Delivering Marketing Joy. And so when they come to us, they're primed to be a client. And so yeah. those are our two that I okay. would say work the best. No, that's a good one. The one I shared with uh, the person I'm mentoring through Promo Kitchen. And if you want to, by the way, sign up from the mentoring program, Promo yes. Kitchen, please go to promokitchen.org. Um, it's a very clear button on there to sign up to be a mentor. We always need new mentors. And if you're looking to be mentored, that's the same place you go. Just click on I want to be mentored. Um, but what we, I shared with him was one I did uh, probably eight, ten years ago, and I still like it, is you know the old school sales approach of you would make a cold call or phone call a, a potential prospect and say, hey, I only want 10 minutes of your time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I would actually send them an hourglass that was filled with 10 minutes of sand. Yeah, and yeah. and I'd follow. I'd send a, a dimensional mail. Also, a big believer, and I'd follow up and say, you know, a lot of people say they just want ten minutes of your time. I literally only want ten minutes of your time. Once that sand runs out, you can decide, Mister Prospect, if you want to continue talking to me. And if not, that's fine. But if you do, we'll keep going. Yeah, and I'll like leave that. that and I'll leave that with you so that you can catch all the people who lie, who, <laughs> want, who say they only want ten minutes of your time, but they really want twenty-two. Yeah, um, and that worked out really well for me. I could that see that. Really That's well. I like that idea a lot. That's good. It's a little old school, but it works. All right, Kirby, do you want to go ahead and run into fill in the blank? Yeah, let's do it. And our fill in the blank is sponsored by the good people at AIM Smart EQP. Why would you settle for fewer suppliers and fewer benefits? You know, when you join the AIM Smart EQP community, you get end quantity pricing from more than 100 of the industry's top suppliers, quality connections with many of the brightest minds in the industry, and cutting edge training to help you grow your sales and your profits fast. So go to smarteqp.com, and when you register, enter unscripted in the box that says who referred you to AIM Smart EQP, and you'll get online access to the great David Blaze Top Seekers of Promotional Product Sales Training Program. Over a $250 value, you get that absolutely free. So go ahead to smarteqp.com now to get all the details. Kirby, do you have a fill-in-the-blank? Why don't you start us off? I love it. Okay. Uh, The time that your alarm normally goes off in the morning is? 5.15 a.m. 5.15 every day. Um, I get up and my bride gets up at the same time. She gets ready to, for, for school and get the kids ready. And I very smartly run out the door and go work out. <laughs> I love it. And I try to time my return home to 
right as the bus pulls up. <laughs> um, so works out pretty well. Yeah, works I like out it. pretty well. I like it. Cool. All right. Amy would say your most annoying habit is <laughs> snoring. Probably uh, that'd be followed quickly by you know uh, in the evening I might have a beer mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. and uh it helps me sleep but sometimes it helps me sleep too much so i would say right. probably that it would be snoring but okay. you know i sleep well so there's all that. right <laughs> um okay so this is a weird one so i'm gonna give you a little context okay if you've seen on social media have you seen that like there's like this new trend of where instead of having a regular christmas tree you hang it upside down no okay well okay. there is one and so okay. the idea of hanging an upside down Christmas tree in your house is ridiculous. <laughs> this goes up there with planking in the mannequin challenge. <laughs> I haven't even seen it and I know it's dumb. <laughs> it's hard enough to get Christmas decorations up as much as I love Christmas and as much as I love the house being decorated. The process of actually doing it is, is exquisitely painful. So the thought of trying to do that upside down Puts me into complete hypnosis. I'm not on board. <laughs> I, wow. I had a feeling you would. I, I actually thought I, I wrote, just so you know. Yeah. Ridiculous beside yeah, that because I had a feeling that's what you'd say. Preposterous is what it is. <laughs> okay. All right. The, your, the worst holiday song is. Oh, man. I, I'm not. You know what? This is going to be not uh, unpopular, but, you know, I'm comfortable with that. I am totally over baby it's cold outside like i do not like like and it's funny i think it like had a resurgence with the movie elf that song's creepy like that that's just not my that's not my jam okay yeah that song does i'll generally we don't go uh we don't go back and forth on this but i'm gonna add my the worst holiday song i think as much as I love the greatness that is Sir Paul McCartney, it's Wonderful Christmas Time. <laughs> See, I like that, that one. <laughs> oh, that song. I'd rather have a cheese grater on my spinal cord than listen to that song. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Just for you. <laughs> All four of our listeners, even Harvey Mackler, just just ended the podcast. <laughs> All right, Kirby. All right. Um, oh, I've got one for you now. Yeah, yeah. Bring. Oh it. no, no. You, I'm sorry. No, no. You, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Go. No, no problem. So uh, you know, I'm going to be speaking next week uh, to a new group, and yep. your favorite part of speaking to a new group is the energy. Mm. I love speaking in front of a group where I can feed off their energy. I'm a the way I do my talks, and I don't think we've actually ever talked about this. But the way I do my talks is I make sure I know about eighty percent of what I'm going to say. Yeah, and I like twenty percent to be left to the mood of the day, because you just never know what the day will bring. And so I love that little bit of danger mm. and the energy it brings to me. I am more awake and alive when I'm talking to a group of people that are engaged than I think just about any other time. So I love that energy. Yeah, no, I I agree, my friend. All right. Kirby, the first question you would ask after waking up from being cryogenically frozen for 100 years is... Who's the president? I I, I have no idea. Like... (laughs) That's probably a shitty answer, but I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it was a crappy question. No, I don't know. Like, how how long was I asleep? 
Uh, you've been cryogenically frozen for 100 years, so now it is 2117. Yeah, 100 years. Yeah, I don't... I, um, yeah. What's... Uh, maybe you could find out if What country Hossman, am I in? <laughs> maybe, maybe you could find out if Hossman beer ages well. Yeah, there you go. I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. All right. One more. Fire away. Um, so when you hear people blame others for their problems, you think... They're weak. Hmm. Yeah. A week. Um, there, I, I have a big thing about accountability, and many times I will take the blame for things that aren't even my fault. Yes, just because I, someone needs to be held accountable, and I'll t- I'll just take the accountability. Yeah, I, I cannot stand when people blame their own failures on other people, society, circumstances. You own your own shit. Yeah, so deal with it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because that was one of the topics I was going to bring up and we ran out of time, but it's, it, for me, it's a, it's a matter of, there's no way to learn if you don't like, no, I, like in, in our building, you know, I try to take like, everything's my fault because right. I'm like, even the stuff that's clearly not my fault because I want to figure out how I can, yes, that's exactly right. Um, but I want to learn from it one way Same or another. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. No, you own your life. Stop blaming others. Love it. All right. Last one. Okay. Last one. Your go-to band or artist when you can't decide what to listen to is the Zach Brown band. Love it. Yeah, Zach Brown Love is. It. Um, we um, so I you know it's one of those things where you, you know I think that I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan and I've kind of transitioned yeah. from other places and yeah. But Zach yeah. Brown, that dude is that is a very talented um, band. There, yeah. I, I got a chance to see them in concert a couple years ago, and I mean they were transitioning from Zach Brown songs to Metallica and back. Yeah, um, it was There's, amazing. Yeah, they've got a scary, talented group of people in that band. Yeah. And, and Zach Brown's a pretty cool dude from what I understand. You know who else are cool dudes, Kirby? Who's that? The good people at Common Skew. And we went over the collaborate feature at the beginning of the podcast. So I'm not going to belabor the point, but there really isn't a better way to grow your distributor business than to get on the industry's best platform. In fact, the only platform truly designed for our industry. And that's Common Skew. So there is a free trial. Uh, there, It's a great it's a great way to spend some time to understand what we're talking about, why we're so excited about it so consistently. Head over to commonskew.com slash unscripted. Again, Kirby, are they going to be sorry they did? They will not be sorry that they did. I didn't think so. All right, Kirby, well, you have a great day, and we will talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.